0: Thank you for listening to this week's Freedom Church podcast. We hope it helps and inspires you. Well, good morning. Good morning uh, to you all. (laughs) Good morning, Freedom Church. Uh, Week, what is it, eight of lockdown? Um, 17th of May. Wow. Who could have imagined that we would still be in this situation, quite incredible. Um, my name's Jo, I'm part of the leadership team here at Freedom Church. And this morning I want to welcome you to my summer house, um, or shed, as some people choose to call it. Um, starting out here today uh, for a change because it's pretty much where I spend all my working week now, uh, Wi-Fi permitting. Uh, You can see I've got my creative shelves behind me. Uh, There's some vinyl spray there for when we get the new flooring to put down in here and a beautiful Izzy James original at the top, which will be hung properly, Izzy, I promise. And something that Grace created when she was approximately seven and we've got no idea where to keep it. Um, So it sits up here with me whilst I work, which is fantastic. I wanted to bring you out to uh, my summer house, out of the studio for a bit of this morning's talk to give us all an opportunity to perhaps see things differently. We're all behind closed doors. Uh, Our houses, our flats, our mansions, our farms, our care homes, wherever we live, We're pretty much only getting to see the street that we live in right now. We might be at best getting to see our local shop or Romsey town centre if we live in Romsey or the village centre uh, and our local community these days. Our horizon doesn't change much, does it, to be honest? We're rooted more than ever in the place uh, that we live and at best we travel into Romsey to stand in a long queue uh, for supplies and at best we get to go to our workplaces. But other than that, our worlds have really shrunk. But I'm struck by the fact that this is our community. This is our town, this is our village, this is our hamlet. Wherever we're placed, this is our neighbourhood. This is my home, this is uh, where I am now. We're kind of leashed and yet we've been thinking about being unleashed, which is weird and wonderful and causes me to wonder how we can be unleashed when we're quite clearly locked down. This week we're thinking about the unleashed potential of the church as we continue our Unleashed series. At this time, we don't have the luxury, uh, do we, of a gathered physical community, the community that gives us strength, the community that gives us connection and a shared purpose. I think it's probably true to say that we're all missing idle connection, that idle connection with one another, incidental conversations, banter, just having a laugh, opportunistic praying together, because everything has to be far more planned. In effect, we're scattered just like the early church was. Our church doors are closed. Romsey School Hall is closed. And it got me thinking, it's a good job the church is so much more than the building or a meeting place. Church, this is what church is. God's people scattered into the places where they live and work. Yet we're under more restrictions than normal. But this is where we're meant to be. We are unleashed into our homes, our streets, our neighbourhoods, our town and for some into our workplaces. We will gather again. But for now, our physical worlds have shrunk exponentially. But perhaps this time is an opportunity for us to be loving God and loving our neighbour in a new and deeper way. Perhaps new meaning is found in this time. We are unleashed. The church isn't meant to stand still. It's not meant to keel over uh, when things get tough. It's not meant to throw in the towel. The Unleashed Church seeks out the new opportunity to spread the good news, to bring out the God colours in our communities. The Unleashed Church is obedient to God and it runs after that calling. I believe that despite our circumstances, the Church is finding a new voice in these times. Despite our social isolation, despite our inability to gather, It isn't hopeless. So where's the unleashed potential in these leashed times? What is our calling and what are we being prepared for? There is potential in these unleashed and unprecedented times, but we need to stay alert. Hi, well the alert amongst you will notice that I'm no longer in my summer house, Uh, I'm here in the studio by the powers of modern technology, isn't that fantastic? So Unleashed Potential is what we're thinking about this morning, Uh, the Church's Unleashed Potential. This series is based on the Book of Acts and the incredible time of growth in the early Church experienced as the Holy Spirit came in power on all the believers. It was an unprecedented time Against a backdrop of persecution and trouble, the church didn't keel over, it didn't retreat in fear, it didn't throw in the towel. It focused, it stayed alert and it reimagined its mission. And so this morning we get to uh, the point in the story in Acts 8 where we meet Philip. Philip was, uh, earlier on in Acts, was one of the seven almoners, the people responsible for holding the purse strings. And now he's leaving Jerusalem against a backdrop of the persecuted church. The church scattered at this time, but saw the potential that this persecution brought to take the good news to other places. Philip preaches in Samaria and amazing things happen. The Holy Spirit works incredibly through him and people were saved. Later in Acts, he hears the call of God and leaves Samaria. He leaves the action and the excitement, the revival that's going on in that town, in that city. And he heads uh, to the desert road where he meets the Ethiopian eunuch. And he's able to explain the scriptures to him and lead him to know Jesus. And then as they travel on further, he baptises him further along the road. It says in Acts that Philip runs to him and asks, do you understand what you're reading? Philip is led by the Holy Spirit into that opportunity with no idea what the potential of that opportunity might be. Philip was alert he was alert to God's voice, alert to God's call on his life. He didn't let the apparent disaster in Jerusalem distract him from that call, but he adapted and allowed the disruption to be a gift. So how do we, how do we stay alert these are difficult times and brain fog is cited as one of the side effects of this pandemic as we're desperately trying to make sense of our lives now. We're trying to keep going, to keep pushing through and keep adapting to the new normal. Well, in Acts 1, Jesus says these words to his disciples. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. As we are unleashed, scattered into our homes, into our sheds to work, let's know that we have the power of the Holy Spirit living in us for such a time as this. Let's seek his clarity in the fog. What can we be doing in this time to hone our listening skills and to hear what God is calling us to do? There are less distractions right now, less demands on us being here, there and everywhere. Can we use these moments to pause, to listen, to call on the Holy Spirit living in us to speak to us? Who is God calling you to metaphorically run to and ask, how can I help you understand more clearly? In this time, perhaps the challenge is, to stop, to listen and then to act. You know life does often take a turn that we're not expecting or it plays out in a way that we couldn't have imagined. At the beginning of this pandemic I lost my dad, he he just dropped dead suddenly, we wonder if it was Covid related, we don't know and that has obviously caused a huge amount of uh, trouble and strife and sadness in our family but one thing that my dad knew and one thing that I know and the that is that the beauty of knowing Jesus and having the Holy Spirit living in us is that there is always life there's always opportunity there are times where we will have no idea what potential an opportunity might have I'm going to say that again. There are times when we have no idea what potential an opportunity might have. Philip seized the opportunity to go to the desert road. It must have felt a bit bonkers at the time, given all the, that God was doing through him in Samaria. But he went. And quite apart from the fact that uh, the Ethiopian unit was converted and found freedom, who knows what the impact of that encounter was uh, beyond that moment in time. For us as a local church, there is great potential in this time of lockdown. Our food bank is on the front line serving and showing so much love to the most vulnerable, to those that are affected most harshly by this pandemic. Our frontline workers are doing an amazing job in schools, in, in hospitals, in shops, wherever they are, working and bringing light and hope into the places that they work, all solidly underpinned by prayer. Our cap debt service is resumed and will be able to serve again. We may not be able to see our friends, but we can be praying for them and letting them know that we are. Acts of kindness are at an all-time high. And across the UK, the church is singing a blessing over our land at this time. In fact, just this week, the Prime Minister has honoured Tim Hughes for pulling it all together. Bringing hope in a time of deep distress for so many. And our church attendance across this land at this time has risen to 24% from around 7%. Persecution hasn't scattered us, Covid has, but the potential is still very much there because the Holy Spirit is living in us and isn't locked down. I get that potential is perhaps a difficult concept in these strange times. It's futuristic, it's aspirational. It can be hard to think like that when life is so restricted and the future is so unknown. And let's be real, it's also possible that we can miss our potential if we don't believe in it for ourselves or if we get distracted or if we make excuses and don't work at it. But I believe and I think the story of the early church shows us that in this season we're in, it doesn't mean we can't be reimagining our potential and reaching for it, whatever that might look like. As Sim said in an earlier talk, disruption is a gift and it really can be if we allow it to be. Church, these circumstances won't last forever. How brilliant would it be if we could emerge from this time hearing God's call more clearly, loving our neighbours more dearly, an obediently seizing opportunity so that we unleash his Holy Spirit, his potential in our lives to see the church uh, transforming our communities. Philip's life demonstrates the power of the Holy Spirit, that potential is created as we obediently seize opportunity. Let's not become distracted by our circumstances, but obediently seize opportunity, however large or small that is. Despite how it looks, we're not locked down. That's the good news. We are locally unleashed into our communities. And as the Holy Spirit equips us, the potential is great to see God at work through us. So as we close... The Holy Spirit isn't in lockdown. Potential is created as we obediently seize opportunity. So I challenge you this morning perhaps just to ask God right now to start revealing that opportunity to you. Then ask him through the power of the Holy Spirit living in you to give you the courage to be obedient to that opportunity. That's our unleashed potential. Just ask for the Holy Spirit. It's tough, I know, we're not all together, but just ask. He will come, He will fill you this morning. Pray for that fresh infilling so that we can be His unleashed church and show His unleashed potential in these unprecedented times. For more information about Freedom Church, please go to www.freedomchurch.uk